Welcome to the January Magazine on Acting Podcast, where we talk to actors a little bit about where they've worked, a little more about why they work, and a lot about how they work. Today, my guest is Maddie Finocchio. Maddie's got many film and television credits, some of which you might know are Night at the Museum, 5050, Workaholics, uh, I mean, countless. If you go on IMDb, you'll see Maddie well, on Countless there. in around 20. Right. So that, I think more than that. <laughs> but Well, thank you for being here, Maddie. My pleasure. Thanks for having me. My first question is, uh, where were you born? Where did you grow up? I was born in Hamilton, Ontario, Canada, Yeah. And uh, which is the armpit of Canada. Right. Not really. It's a bit stinky. It's a steel town. It's the Pittsburgh of Canada. Oh, yeah. good. Uh, uh, so I was born there in St. Joe's Hospital in a undisclosed year. <laughs> and um, I grew up there a little bit. And I also grew up in Los Angeles. Right. Um, as you know. And, and so I grew up in L.A. My family's in the business. We moved down there when I was young for a show. And that's where actually where I fell into acting was in... Uh, Sherman Oaks, California, at a recital. That was my, my next question. What was your first performance? That was your first performance? That was my first performance. I have no clue how I got into the recital. I, can't, I, d- I couldn't tell you how. But I do re- remember uh, rehearsing with the piano teacher who was, um, who was a sweet lady. <laughs> He's got big hands going there. And she had real big hands. No, she was a touch heavy. <laughs> touch heavy, and she always wanted me to get her a Diet Coke for some reason. Mm. Uh, so anyway, but I, uh, so I remember rehearsing, and then the night of the rehearsal was kind of a sing-songy thing, and you know all the grades go. And they, and so I was in grade four at the time, and so grade four comes up, and I sit on the stage. It's a packed audience. It felt like hundreds and hundreds of people. It was probably a hundred. Yeah. And I had one line in the thing, and I say, "Hello, Mrs. Robinson. Can I speak to Penelope Ann?" And it was sing-songy. So I said, "Hello, Mrs. Robinson. Can I speak to Penelope Ann?" Uh, what is the show? I couldn't tell you. Okay. No clue. Um, I'm sure people will hear that line and go, oh, it's that. Right. It's, it's a musical. It's a musical. And yeah. he really is an actor. And so anyway, um, so I did the thing and I got a big, huge laugh. And that was it. That In that moment, I knew I wanted to be an actor. And my father is a writer. And so I said, I came off stage and I, he was there. And I said, I know what I want to do. I want to be an actor. And he said, good, get used to this. No. <laughs> why do you think you said that well because it's tough you know the industry is just so 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 tough and yeah. you can't it's just it's so fickle it's so tough it's so crazy that that uh, you better be ready for especially in film and television yeah that you better be ready for no if you want to jump a in. lot of no's mm-hmm. and, and so did you do theater in school as you i were did yeah up? they were really adamant about me not getting an agent as a kid and if i wanted to be an actor just to do the uh, you know the plays in, in, right. in elementary school and, and then if I still want to do it in high school do the plays there uh, get into the drama when you had an elective do the drama and then if you still wanted to be an actor then go to theater school and uh, if you still wanted to be an actor after that then go get an agent and if you're good enough you'll get an agent uh, and if then if you're good enough someone will hire you and were you so were you big into the theater program in, in high school before theater school? I was, yes, I was. I did the plays during uh, from that you know instance that I just told you all the way up through high school. Yeah, um, I missed a couple years when I was a goofball and thought, oh no, I'm too cool for it. Yeah, and my drama teachers would come and be like, come on, man, what are you doing? And and no, I'm too cool for. Plays. And did your drama teachers know that you were? I mean, because you know, clearly you're an exceptional actor. And Thank did you. they have that sense when you were? Uh, there was up. a couple of them that, yeah, that, that I don't know, exceptional, but they definitely thought 
that I should continue on the path and that they hadn't seen many students uh, with the abilities that I had, I guess, and so they, so they had, you know, really vocalized that and say, "Stick with it because you got something and, and you could do something with this." Cool. And that was down in California. It was, yeah, that was in Los Angeles, uh, and and then from there, I didn't have a scholarship because I was a goofball in in high school, and so I could, I didn't get any in the you know, USC or UCLA or anything like that, and it was too expensive to go there, so I went to theater school here in Vancouver. Right. And I came up and I auditioned for a bunch of schools, and then I got into Capilano yeah. for their theater program. And what was that? Was it good? It was good. It was their first year. And uh, so this, uh, the theater was beautiful, and it still is. And, 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 you know, since then, this was in 97. And so, you know, since that point, there, I think it's come a long way. And it's actually, that was Capilano College at the time. Now it's Capilano University. Right. And I think it's really, it's kind of blossomed. But the theater itself is beautiful. A fly system in there. And... You know, the program was fantastic in that it really, I got to run a soundboard. I got to run a lighting grid. I got, I learned how to hang the lights, build sets, all that stuff. Yeah, yeah. uh, That really, I think, is really important for actors coming up to learn the teamwork of it all and everybody is equal, you know. So uh, that was great learning experience. And then the shows, I did all the shows. And that's really where I, I got... I learned the most about acting in that program. It wasn't in the. It wasn't really what the teachers were teaching right. or anything like that. It was to get up on stage, audition, get the part yeah, in yeah. front of you know six hundred people doing shows and really right. get your chops up. You would audition for all the parts. You'd audition for all the shows. Yeah, totally. oh, yeah. If it was a studio show or if it was the main stage show, you would audition. Yeah. And uh, you know you'd get it or you wouldn't. Any notable roles that you did? Uh, I got uh, Officer Rooney in um, Arsenic and Old Lace. Oh, okay, yeah, I yeah. Remember yeah. and. Uh, uh, and I got it, and I got a write up. That was my first write up in the in the uh, in a paper that said, you know. And and throughout all of this, I mean, through the first performance all the way through theater school, mm-hmm. did you? Uh, was there ever any question of your love? Is there like no? Or did I you knew, always? Uh, yeah, was I, I was. I was. A, I, I I got the bug really early. That experience there, and then uh, being lucky enough to have a family in the business, I would visit sets all the time and stay for you know fourteen, fifteen hours and. F- Feel like five minutes. And, really? Yeah. And so I remember one time I was there, and, and my dad, said, I was there. And, you know, it was on the fourteenth hour. He said, "Are you bored?" I said, "No." He said, "I think you got the bug." I said, <laughs> "I said no, I feel fine." And, and he said, "No, no, no." Uh, yeah. yeah. And so anyway, um, so I always loved it. And then in theater school, I loved it, and um, it was just the love of uh, making people laugh mm-hmm. and jumping into different characters. And the love of performing in front of an audience, you know, and uh, and 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 the shows, and, and and rehearsing, and doing the the tech run through, and then the 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 night of, and yeah, you know, yeah. the whole run is every night was as you know, I was nineteen at that point in in college, and so you know, every night's you're drinking beers after the show with right. your castmates and hanging out, and then that was the life for me. I was in, yeah, yeah, and it didn't have anything to do with money or fame or anything like that. It was just wow, what a cool thing to do, you know, you're right, yeah, yeah. And were there notable teachers? I mean, like, even after just in general, have you had any really notable teachers that 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 progressed you to a level that maybe you didn't know you were at or encouraged you in a way that you hadn't imagined? Not in, not in, um. School? Not in school. After school, After though? school, yeah. Uh, I studied with a couple, with one guy in particular, Ben Ratner, who who um, I learned a lot from. And 
so that that stuck with me. But in high school and college, no. High school more than anything in that having those drama teachers who were, you know, championing me to keep going on. And yeah, that yeah. was cool. Yeah. That, that was awesome. Uh, and so Mr. Riley in high school. Yeah. He was a drama teacher and he was cool. He was like, he was cool and he was on my level. He wasn't trying to teach me or talk down to me or anything. He was just on my level. And we actually did a play together. So, you were the teacher? Yeah. Oh, cool. So he was doing a, a showcase at LMU, which is Loyola Mount, Marymount University. And he had asked me and another person in the whole uh, school, he said, okay, you two, you come do this play with me. And we did a oh, three-hander. Wow. Oh, cool. And we, I acted with him. And so he was kind of like my pal, you know? Yeah, yeah. And, and, um, and so I remember him. Yeah, shout out. And, and how important do you think, in the, over the course of your career to this point, do you think that the practical on on the job experience compared to this, the kind of class atmosphere, whatever classes? What I don't mean just high school or right. college afterwards. Which which do you think played a bigger role or equal roles? Uh, I think that depending on the classes that you're in and your instructor, it can be really helpful. Yeah, um, and the stuff you're working on. Right, the material. The material you're working on can be really, really helpful in a class situation. But ultimately, and, and you know, and you have those tools going forward so that when you get to the job, you know, you can rely on something, you fall back on something because there's, you know, when you first start out, there's so many nerves involved. And Yeah, yeah. For me, at least, you know, it was just completely, I was just nerve-wracked. So at this point, um, what's the first thing you do when you get your uh, scripture sides that you're going to work on now? Yeah. Uh, do, do I have the job or am I trying to get the job? Uh, well, let's start with if you're trying to get the job, okay. both really, but because I, I really, f- for myself, they're completely different. I find that auditioning oh, and working are completely different. Okay. In what way? In that, uh, an audition is you're going in to meet the people and Depending, you know, you know, now you have a, let's say you have a career in acting. So you're going in to meet the people who work and they want to see, you know, you're going to go and do a TV show or you're going to go do a TV movie or a movie or something. So you're going to go and work for somebody or with someone for a month or two months or whatever it is. Yeah. So you're going in to meet the person, yeah. the producers, the director. Do we get along? What type of person are you? Okay, right. we get along. Okay, let's see what you got. And then you do the thing. Okay, that was a good take. How let me throw some direction at you. So, okay, look, great. So he, you know, so I find that when I get, when I'm going in to get the job, I like to be really loose. Yeah, and I like to keep it very simple. Yeah, very yeah. simple. Uh, open as far and open as far as an simple. objective goes for an actor. I think for me, I like to keep it real simple. Like I want you to say yes, mm-hmm. and that's it. I'm not really. I get the character and I see what's going on. You read the breakdown. You know what's going on. Uh. But f- for me, if I can be really loose in the room and uh, I find that if I overthink it or if I put too much work into it, then I kind of clog myself up. And, mm. and for myself, that translates into being a little tight maybe and not being really present in the moment with the person right. behind the camera. And, and when they yell cut to be there and, okay, what are we talking about? Boom, 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 you know? Yeah, yeah. And so I find that. Uh, so to keep it really simple and to be loose in the room. In an audition, you'll be trying to use the reader as much as possible then. Yeah, or, or do I'll you try have... to use the reader totally. And that, that obviously, if you can get that, that's gold. And and um, then you can really be in the moment with someone and they're mm-hmm. acting with you and you're in the moment. 
a lot of the times. I mean, in Vancouver, it's different because generally the readers are really great. Yeah. But you go down to Los Angeles and you, you're getting a person who's a kid. They they're not even looking at you. Right. They're at the t- it's the casting director at the table reading the script and kind of trying to watch the monitor and read, get in the words and the, the cue's not there. And so, you, you know. So will you have an idea in your head of how the scene's going to go then before you go in? Yeah. I, I see. I see. I, I'll plan it out in that. Or I just go. I, I, I won't plan it out. I'll just feel in rehearsal with myself. I'll feel where I want that rhythm to go or where I feel the scene is going to go. Yeah. And then so I kind of have a map of where it goes. And then when I go in the room, I just kind of let go and, and see what happens. And when you're working on stuff, do you work on... I mean, I guess it's going to be different for... Well, let's start with auditions, and then we'll move over to performances. Okay. But if you're working on stuff, do you work alone, or do you generally work with someone? I work alone. And depending on what it is, if it's a real technical audition, um, I'll try to get somebody to run lines with me. Um, you know, if it's... Um, if it's a... Uh, what do they call those shows? A procedural show or yeah, something? Yeah. You know, there's a lot of technical stuff right. that you need to do, because auditions, Pop too, can be... Te- to can be really technical yeah. you know if you're using if there's three people in the scene you have one reader and you, you're switching eye lines it can be technical so you might want to practice that uh, but generally I work alone and but I do like to hear the words a couple times from someone before I go into the room yeah 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 enough. okay so now speaking of performances if you're if let's say you've booked a job or you're sure. going to do a play sure what's the first thing you do when you get the this, this, this script I read the script after you've read it okay so I read the script and then uh Get a sense of the tone, and then I memorize my lines right away. Yeah, and right away. How, uh, what does that look like for you? Uh, memorizing my lines is just you know I do a repeat, so I'll say the line. Yeah, you know I'm here today. I'm here today. I'm here today. I'm here today. I'll move on to the next line. I'm here today. What are you doing? What, I'm here today. What are you doing? And I'll go back to the top. So I repeat, repeat, go back to the top, repeat. So it's kind of arduous process, but it happens very quick, mm-hmm. and uh, so that's how I memorize. And it seems to happen really quick. I can do it very, very quick, and I yeah. can memorize a lot. And do you do the same process every time? Yes, I do. I memorize the lines first, and I get those in my body. And then I think about the character after in having those lines, and read. I'll read the script again, and then I will... Uh, so once I'm off book, I will read the script again, and then I'll kind of act out the scene, but I'll improv a lot. Right. So I'll improv on what I'm saying, where, and I'll kind of plug in an objective or you know something, you know, where, where, who am I, what do I want, all that stuff mm-hmm. that you you would know an objective, and I would just talk through it, you know. If the line is, uh, what are you doing today? What are you doing today? Because I really, I think we should go out. I think we should, I think we should, it'll just, it kind of puts that internal monologue in myself where I can, it it keeps me propelled forward. Yeah, right. So I do improv, hit the mic, sorry people. Uh, I do improv a lot. And that's by yourself. By myself, yeah. I'm talking to myself, people think I'm weird. And I do it walking down the street. Yeah, right. Yeah, Yeah, totally everywhere. I'm always, always got it going. Yeah. And uh, so that's what I do there. And then I think about, Obviously, objective and what what this character wants, ultimately, a super objective. And how is that going to plug into every scene? And in every scene, I really try to build. It's like, a for me, it's like a painting. So I'm painting, I'm building a character. And a- after every scene, I'm kind of um, peeling back a layer of the onion. So in every scene, you know, you're getting a little taste, different taste of the character. Yeah, yeah. Um, and, uh, but it's definitely like a painting. And... 
how much are you thinking about your place in the story at this point? Or are you yeah. mostly thinking about your place in the world? I'm thinking the about the pl my place in the world and the story because then I'll think about what the, how the other characters look at me. Right. If I'm hung up on something, you know. I've, I've heard um, Sean Penn say that, actually. He said, if you ever have a question on what your character is, think about what the other characters think of your character. Yeah, yeah, right. Which is nice, it's a, you know, because it's all a puzzle. And for me, when you get into really good writing, really great pieces, it's detective work. Yeah, you know, yeah. Who, who, you know, you're a detective because, because great writers write specific things, and it's your job to figure out what those unsaid things read between the lines, you know? Yeah, yeah. And then I think that really helps to build a great character. And how... I I mean, I'm jumping around a little bit. I think I'm jumping around. A it's all good. It's perfect. This is what this is exactly what it's supposed to be. Uh, the uh, the so are you thinking mostly when you're working on the material? Are you generating it from stuff that's happened in your life? I mean, like people use the word the method and to kind of encompass what I'm going to talk about. Right. But do you think about that in terms of your emotional attachment to the part, or do you think about the pretend world? I mean, are you creating a pretend, the pretend world that your character lives in more or more about taking stuff from your own life experience? It or really both? depends on the project for me. Sometimes, yeah, yeah I do personalized stuff. And to get a, uh, you know, if it's a real emotional scene or an emotional piece, then I will uh, personalize that. Mm -hmm. um, but for, yeah, sometimes for comedy, but sometimes I just get in a rhythm and, and it's hard for me to articulate it, but I... I sometimes the character just shows up. Yeah, yeah. And I kind of let go and something happens, you know? Yeah, yeah. And um, do you think that shows up more while you're in the rehearsal process or while you're in the preparation process? Or do you is it mostly show up more once you get to set? Once I'm, yeah. Once, or, once, or a play. Or a play, yeah. Definitely. Once the action or the curtain goes up. And a lot of the times that's when the character comes alive for me is when you're in the moment of that, you know? Yeah. And, and, and a lot of times, that's when I'll figure out, oh, yeah, right, that, or this, or yeah, that all makes sense now, in the moment of it. Yeah. But I've done, the, I've done a lot of work before getting to that moment, so right. I guess that kind of makes sense, you know, letting go and seeing what happens, because you have all that information in you. Yeah. Does that make sense? Does, absolutely. I'm just, and it brought up something for me, I don't know why, but what... Do you do something different when you're working? I know you've done a lot of theater. Mm -hmm. And uh, and when you're doing theater or versus film and television, mm -hmm. or actually when you're doing television mm -hmm. or film mm -hmm. or theater, mm -hmm. do you find that the preparation process is different, process is different? Process or process, depending on if we're in Canada yeah. or America. Well, uh, No, no. Uh, I, no, I think it's all the same for me. I think it's all truth. And, and uh, the only process that's different for me is the audition. Yeah. And that's a film and TV audition. I think if it was a theater piece yeah. and I'm going into audition for a theater show, right. I'm putting in a lot of work, I'm plugged in, and I'm ready to go. Right. I'm not trying to – for me, it's just a different thing. Yeah, and right. so, um, so, so for film, television, theater, it's all the same, telling the truth, finding the tone, and going. Um, and the only difference, obviously, is that film and TV, you've uh, – I'm going to give you that again. And then you give them the line again. Right. Yeah, where yeah. it's really hard to do that on stage. But your preparation is, is mostly the same. In same terms prep. of pre same preparing prep. for the role. Same prep. Yeah, totally. When you get to the role, how much of the, the technical side of the performance do you think about? I guess I'm talking specifically about film and television. Mm -hmm. How much do you think about where the camera is, where the lights are? I only think about that stuff on the day. Yeah. 
And that's what I mean. Yeah. And so, um, and if it's uh, a comedy that I'm doing, oh no, I, I guess it could be anything. I do, you know. Will you play? A, 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 the I definitely I get te- technical though. Yeah. Yeah. So I'll think about where the framing is, where the cameras are, right. and you know what might be funny to do. Right. And will you think about delivering a moment to the, the audience, or in this case, the camera, sometimes, or is it mostly just about connecting to the other actor? Definitely connecting to the other actor, but just in my movements and stuff that I do, what would look cool or what would be a funny physical gag. I'm always thinking about stuff like that. Right. Um, and I'll think about that on the setup, on the on the rehearsal, for, on a blocking rehearsal. I'll figure out where the camera is, and then I'll play in that, where, I, where and I'll play, you know? Yeah, yeah. Um, but once we go, I'm connected. You're connected yeah. to the other, other connected actor. Connected to the actors, yeah. Totally. And that's the, is, do you feel... How important is that in terms of overall? I mean, you've done all your work. How important is it to have the connection with the other actor? Or is it... Because sometimes it's not there, obviously. Right. For whatever reason. Like you said. I mean, like, yeah. the extreme example is in an audition. Totally. And so sometimes when you're, you know, when you're starting out or... Uh, when you're starting out or if you don't have a big part and you're dealing with somebody who doesn't want to be there, mm-hmm. sometimes you'll be acting to nothing. Yeah. Or if you're doing a green screen piece. Right. You know, you'll be acting to nothing. So you have to be connected to something. Yeah. And that's where, you know, I think just your chops come in, your experiences over the years, something you can connect to, your, you know, your, 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 your backbone. Uh, But I do think connection is everything. Um, And sometimes it's just really hard in film and television because you're connecting to nothing. Yeah. Yeah. So, so that's when like having, of something personal that you or specific you're talking to a specific person that's where that for me can really help yeah does yeah. that make sense yeah absolutely and do you so before you get onto that point are you warming up physically emotionally whatever, um yeah on the trailer yeah in my trailer i'll be running lines uh running lines running lines run lines i like to run lines a lot yeah and so i'll just run lines run lines run lines i'll still riff and still because i'll find stuff too um, I'll find stuff right up until that moment that we roll, yeah. or in the moment of rolling. That's I'm all you know, constantly finding stuff. Yeah, but yeah. yeah, I'm running my lines a lot in the trailers until I'm feel really comfortable. I get really nervous. Oh, I, really? I'm very, very nervous by nature in an audition room, in a um, on set, and so. For me to comp to have a, I'm very specific in the way I work, and how I audition and what I do to calm my nerves down. Yeah. So yeah, when I get to work, I, um, you know, I get up three hours before my call. I go, I drink two cups of coffee. I then I start to hydrate with water. Then I eat something. Then I go for a run. Then I come home. Then I get dressed and I go to work yeah. and I don't drink any more caffeine and I'm hydrating. I get to work. I'll have something to eat. If it's early morning, um, if not, I've already eaten, then I'll get into, um, I'll do a little stretching in the trailer. I'll do my uh, vocal warm-ups, yeah. whatever that may be, um, and to keep my diction tight. And then I'll get in the chair, and uh, yeah. If I if it's like, you know, day 10, and I've been there for 10 days or something, then I'm pretty loose, but I'll still do all the same things. You do that same routine? Every so day. what if your call time's 5 a.m., 6 a.m.? You still get up and go for yeah. a run? Oh, yeah. I'm up wow. early, baby. Yeah, good yeah, for you. Yeah. So you'll get up at like whatever, four if you have to. Yeah, I was doing a show a while back and I would get four o'clock call times. And so I'd be up at, uh, you know, 
Yeah. I just weasel it hard, so I get up right at three, forget the coffee, whatever, but I definitely get the run in. Get the run in yeah. and, and a bite, a little bite a after little the bite. run. Yeah, before the run. I, I eat before I run. You eat before you run. Yeah, yeah. That's interesting. But I find that exercise is really important. Yeah. It's cardio, specifically cardio. Yeah, yeah. Cardio and stretching um, is really important for myself because it brings me clarity. Yeah, yeah. A lot of the times I'll have a question and I can't figure it out and I'll just let go and I'll go for a run and it'll and it'll just come to me on the run. Bam. Oh, of course. Yeah, yeah. So I think right. stretching and cardio is really important. How much do you think about all of that in terms of I mean I, I don't mean just in the obviously you have that really specific routine the yeah. day of a performance and you're doing that every day. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, I did it today. I'm, I'm yeah. going to stop here, go to audition, I've already done all that work. Yeah, and you'll so how much do you think about all of that stuff in terms of I mean like food intake, alcohol intake, all that kind of stuff in terms of your day-to-day life as a performer? How much does that it, do you, thought do you give that? I give it a lot of thought every day. Really? And so, yeah, like alcohol, uh, I'll be very specific about when I do drink right. and what time I stop drinking at if I am drinking. Yeah. Um, food. What does that look like? That looks like, you know, if I'm going to bed at 10, my last drink's at 6. And if I if it is a weekday, then I'll have one glass of wine. Right. And how? And do you allow yourself to do that whenever you feel like or is that a specific time? No, that's just if I have to go out to a function or something. Right. I generally stay off of it during the week. Yeah. The weekend, I'll hit it a bit. Um, but ultimately, with film and TV, it's a fashion show, too. So you got to look good. Yeah, yeah. You got to watch. You know, it depends on what you are. And for me, it's everybody's different and everybody's got a different thing. But for me... My thing is that I kind of have I have a range. I'm not really typecast as one thing, so I'm blessed that way. And but I I gotta look good. Yeah. I kind of you know I'm I'm an athletic build, and I I, that's kind of my thing. So I I do. This is off topic of what I intended, but uh, it's interesting because I uh, I started to think about the fact years ago I was under the impression that actors just drink. That's what we that's what actors do. I mean, you get that kind of vibe when you right. see the Peter O'Toole's and you see right. these guys who we we kind of respect growing up. Did, did you get that sense as well coming up? Totally. Yeah. Yeah. Totally. And, and then being ex- you know, I came up in a showbiz family and so it was a lot of um but that was so it was a lot of celebration, a lot of parties, but at the same time coming up, my mother would always be like, you know, you can't do that if you want to be an actor, if you want to work in TV. In movies, you can't go out and drink all night. You can't do all that stuff. They don't do that. And if you do look at the people, I'm sure there's exceptions to the rule, and I'm sure, but if you look at the guys and girls who are really rocking and rolling in Hollywood, I bet you they're not partying. Uh, I mean, I, I got that sense uh, myself about a year ago, uh, and, I, and it's, uh, it's held true for me as well, is that it, your focus... Uh, not in terms of even what it does to your body, but your focus changes when you, uh, would you agree that the reason that you don't, I'm going to put words in your mouth. What's the reason you don't drink during the week? (laughs) Uh, I don't, uh, the reason why, because it's cloudy. Right. Cloudy. You get cloudy and you got to be focused and you have to be clear. Mm. And in order for me, because ultimately, because I am a nervous person, if I'm not clear, I get nervous in the moment. And when I'm in the audition room, I'm tight. Yeah, yeah. And I'm not open. I'm not loose. But when I'm clear... Then I, um, I have nothing to hide, you know. Right. I'm down there, I'm rocking and rolling. Yeah. So, what's cut to his shit face last night? No, no. no. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, it's not to say that you, you know, you you never go no, out and enjoy no, no, yourself. No, no, no. Yeah, yeah. I, right. I love a party for sure. Yeah. Um, 
so how, how much do you like uh, do you like, <laughs> this is to get back into what was your first ever pro job? My first pro job was on first time uh, you got paid for it. Well, Tony and Tina's wedding, I guess. If oh, you really right. Wanted to talk about the first time I got paid. Yeah, sure, I do. That was my first pro job. How long did you? And what is Tony and Tina's wedding? Tony and Tina's wedding is a dinner theater show. I don't know if it's still around, but it's a franchise show. It started in New York off Broadway, and it was franchised out. So it played New York, it played Vegas, it played here in Vancouver, hmm. and it's a dinner theater show. So you, you know, you go to the Tony and Tina's wedding, and. The gimmick of the show is you go to a church and watch these people get married, but all the people in, in the wedding party are actors. And the night ensues, you go to the reception, you go to the ceremony, you go to the reception, and it's a night of craziness. Right. So I auditioned for that show out of theater school. Um, out of theater school, I auditioned for that show, and I got in. But it was a, I had a year and a half break out of theater school. But anyway, I got in, and uh, <coughs> I stayed with the show for a year. And... Uh, I met you at the show. Oh, no, no, it was after. No, I, no, I met you prior to that. Right. Yeah, yeah. I was in the show, but you hadn't been in the show yet. Yeah, yeah. We met through... Uh, uh, anyway, so I went to that show, and uh, yeah, that was my first paid gig. I think my first check was $37, $37 and change. Right. And I, wow. How long did you do that for? I did that for a year. I, I gave myself a year because that's as close as I was going to get to Broadway as far as running a show four or five times a week and... Yeah. being committed to that. Were you doing film and television at that time? Uh, no, I didn't have an agent at that point. I had an agent after I was in Tony and Tina's for about six months. Uh, I w- wanted to get an agent, and so I went to Sears. I knew a guy who knew an agent and said, they're doing a talent scout. <laughs> it's at Sears, a department store here in Canada. And so I went to Sears, and I had a monologue prepared, and they, you know, do you want a mic? No, I don't need a mic. I'm a theater actor. And like did this big monologue and got heavy, crazy laughs and was like, oh, I got this. And the, the, the prize was a year contract with this uh, talent agency and free headshots. Right. And I'm in it and I'm getting laughs and people are shopping. It was a perfume aisle. People are shopping, but people are also laughing. What did you do? What was this piece? Uh, uh, the piece was, I can't remember. I go to the, I think it was an Eric Bogosian piece. Okay. Like I can't quite sex remember. Drugs, it. Rock and roll, something like that. No, yeah, it was. Was either Eric Bogosian or it was. Um, anyway, Neil Abut. I can't remember. Anyway, something funny. It was something funny. It was something good. Yeah. And um, and so uh, you know, I do it. It's good. I'm think I'm in the money. I got it. I'm I, you know, there's a hip hop group gets up and dances. I'm like, I got those guys beat. I got like eyeing everybody up. Cut to last performer is this uh, 12-year-old girl who gets up, does a monologue, cries everywhere. She wins. <laughs> and I'm like, you got to be kidding. She gets up, she sheds a couple of tears. You're going to give her this? Oh, suck. Get me out of here. Right. And so I left, and then the agent at the time chased me down. Wait, 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 wait. And said, I, well, I want to sign you. Come to the office tomorrow. And that's how I got my first agent. Yeah. And what was your first pro job? Uh, what was uh, your, well, obviously, oh, yeah, so, right. What was your first... Uh, so after about 85 auditions... Yeah, you did, so... What you're saying is you did not work away right no, away? No, no, I didn't. And I was so nervous on my first audition that I couldn't sign in. I literally couldn't write. <laughs> oh, really? I couldn't. They, they looked at the info sheet. And I, I don't even know what this says. And that's <laughs> mine. Okay, great. What is your name? I can't read it. So anyway, uh, my first pro job, I think, was uh, the L Word was my first pro job, I think, or yeah. Battlestar Galactica. Okay. Uh, and I was real nervous. 
And how many? Let's say it was the L word. I can't remember, but I think it was the L word. And Jennifer Beals, I was in a scene with Jennifer Beals. She obviously saw how nervous I was and said, "Would you like to run your lines?" And oh, I said, oh, yes, sweet. please. And so we ran the lines a bunch. Oh, good. That was my pr- first pro job. Yeah, and uh, and how long had it been since you were got an agent and all that until you got your first pro job? Do you think? Uh, I think it was probably like uh, four months of auditioning months. a lot. Yeah, yeah. And yeah, I wasn't. I was terrible. I was. I was. I had so much nerve. I was so nerve wracked that I was just horrid. How did you get over that? When did you get over that? Was it years uh, later? Or was it? Yeah, it was a long time later, and I just kind of. Um, uh, I think I probably just got more comfortable with the with doing it, and you know they said no five thousand times, and mm. after, on the you know on the sixth thousand time I was like okay I'm, obviously they're bringing me back, and I'm what's the worst that can happen? Yeah, yeah. And then I probably booked some work, and, and you, I was doing independent stuff. You like were. that was an, uh, that's the one thing that 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 I think is really important for actors coming up is to you know you go and you find like minded people and you hook up with those people who are doing short films and are doing independent films and you say yes to all that stuff and you work for free and you and you can build your chops up that way without necessarily auditioning for stuff that's going to pay you where there's all that pressure. Yeah. I think that's really really important and, and I did that. Yeah. And through Tony and Tina's wedding I met people who were doing that and they were doing short films and so I hooked up with a with a crew and it was great. It was do you still do that? Do you still work for free or no? Uh yeah, of course. Yeah, totally. You do. Always work for free. Um I will anyway depending on what it is and and uh and who's in it, you know. Um, I, last year I did a bunch of free free stuff, meaning, you know, that you, the, you got to pay 100 bucks or something, yeah, whatever. Yeah, but, right. like, I did, like, four features in L.A., I think, and they were all free stuff, you know, 150 bucks or whatever it was. It wasn't like, you know, when you make any money. When you're looking at stuff, wh- whatever level it's at, mm-hmm. what is it about a role that excites you? Is it the characters? Is it the stories? The people you're working with? Is it a combination? Yeah, it's a combo. I think it's all. First of all, you know, this is now what I do for a living, so it's... So what excites me is like, wow, I can pay rent with this. Yeah, sure. But but, but aside from that, it's it's the character, it's the people who are involved with that, and um, I don't. And, and not to discount, I mean, if if one of the considerations is financial, yeah, financial, then that's that's perfectly legitimate. Is that a consideration? Fine. Yeah, always, always, it's a consideration. Um, financially is a consideration now for me Um, and now I kind of have to step back and go okay well I really want to do this but there's this other thing that I got to do and it pays money so I can't do that thing so that definitely comes into account but for me it's all it's never been about I really love this character or um, I really love this person I'd love to work with that person for me it's just so all of it's great and I love it all and would do it all for free anyway. So any opportunity that I get, I just kind of, great, awesome, fun. Yeah, yeah. You know, and um, obviously you do get those roles and stuff that you're like, wow, I would, that would be so fun to yeah. work with said person. To This character's great because of, but um, I don't really uh, live my life like that. It's just all, every character, whether it's big or small, is fun and I can't wait to get in there and now half the juice of it for me is getting in there and auditioning now i love auditioning yeah yeah. i get in there i'm still super nervous every time i you know like i said i'm gonna go to an audition after this i'll be really nervous yeah and i'll have a certain thing that i have to do and and i'll go in and then once they sell they would they yell action and i'm in it man that's the juice especially when you do when you in yourself feel like you did good work yeah right you know then you're like well who cares if i don't get the job that was fun yeah for me 
What's uh, can you think of a role that you've done that was one of your favorites that's uh, that's notable in terms of uh, not notable for, for the purposes of the audience, but notable for you? Uh, I did a web series called Foodborne, and uh, the character is Fernet DeMoss, and he it's Anthony Bourdain meets Indiana Jones meets National Lampoon. Yeah, and that character is real fun. Yeah, super super fun. He. Uh, you know, number one, I got along with the people who developed the show, and I was uh, part of developing the character. And once we did the pieces, it was just fun to do all that stuff, running around, adventure, food. I got to riff, you know, so that was just super, super, super fun. And can people see that? Is that out yeah, there? they can go on YouTube and see it. It's the uh, Foodborne Show yeah. on YouTube. And it's a web series that we're still actively trying to sell. Um, and it's, it's a really fun piece. We shoot it in California. So yeah. it's if, you know, whipping around and eating food. And, and, uh, and so, so that, that's really fun, yeah. So let me ask you, why do you act? I act because I love it. And I, would, I, can, I act because I could never... When I think about not acting, it's an impossible thought for me. I, I, I act because I love it. Yeah. And... It's something that I can't live without doing. That's why I act. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And, and so when you're doing it, you feel what? I feel that I belong. I feel that I have a scent, I have a purpose in life. I feel that um, everything clicks. The, the puzzle, I figured the puzzle out, you know? Everything's clicking. It's exactly what I'm supposed to do. It's what I was put on this earth to do for me. I love, I love to... I love to... Uh, entertain and I like to make people laugh yeah. and I like to make people forget so that's why I do it right and that's why I started doing it and what now as you go forward here what what's the what do you see yourself what would you I mean like in an ideal situation what what do you, are you looking to be uh, in more in films or you would like to get a role in a television series do some theater what what, what do you see yourself in five ten years uh, I just want to I mean now that I'm at a point that I definitely do have a specific game plan to what I want to do mm. um, and you don't have to share that if you feel like that's not something you yeah want to share. no I won't share it but it's it's definitely a specific thing as far as the business goes I know what I want to do and and that's just because I I see how it's gone and now I know okay now I know what I want to do but it's really the first time you know I've been doing this for um since the fourth grade but professionally I've been doing it for about I don't know 13 years I guess and this year is the first time that I had clarity in this is what I want to do right. you'd always go to agencies or go and they what do you want to do and mm -hmm. I would I never know how to answer that question I just want to work you know mm -hmm. I just want to work so ultimately what I want to do is work now I know I've I know in what specifically like. what that looks like for me. I've been chasing Los Angeles for a long time, and um, I'm not really worried about that anymore. You know, Vancouver is such a fantastic place to be, and the climate here, as far as film and TV, is fantastic. There's theater here; it can all be done here. It can all be done in Canada. It can be done anywhere now with the internet. You can really; it doesn't really matter. You know, for actors, is always the thought of like, gotta get to LA because da 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 da. Sure, I guess. I don't know. I don't yeah. know. I don't know. Sure, maybe that's true. I don't know. For me, I, I love what I'm doing right now, and I'm uh, really happy in this moment of like being in Vancouver and 
that's the other thing is you know you can do a job and say one line on a feature film and then the next day be on a TV show where you got a recurring role and yeah. you can kind of do it all up here there's no it doesn't seem to me and I don't really know anything but to seem to me that you have to follow set thing like oh you can't do that because you did this whereas in Los Angeles it feels that's kind of the move right okay so, last question yeah sure so this show was about talking to other you know to actors about uh, about how they work and all that kind of stuff if if you have an idol actor or an actor that you've looked up to that alive or dead, mm-hmm. can you think of someone who's 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 someone that you look up to or ha- had looked up to uh, uh, that you would love to have met? I mean, it always changed. Oh, that I would have loved yeah, to or, have or, met, or still would love to meet. Like, who's the person I, right that now? You like the first one's like Robert Downey Jr. I like his career. I like I like his range. Yeah. For me, it's for me. I like range. Yeah. So I like the f- I like to be able to do a dramatic piece and then turn around and do a. a comic piece you know so those actors really I really love actors like that so Robert Downey Jr. for me I, I, I like what he does I like Steve uh, Carell I like I like that he what he does I think he's fantastic I like uh, you know Jeff Daniels actors like that who yeah. have range and if you could ask them one question about their process what would you ask them or would you you can say no. No, I, I don't think I'd ask them anything. I, you I know, assuming I'd... you're sitting around having you know a glass of wine on yeah, the night. Yeah, what do you do? How do you do it? What do you do? No, Would I that... don't. I don't. Uh, I wouldn't ask. I know. I don't have any. I don't ha- in this moment right now. I don't have a question that I would be like. Yeah, yeah. There's nothing. There. I'd just be riffing and busting their balls. Right. You know? Yeah, yeah. Hopefully they'd be busting mine. Yeah. Well, Maddie, thank you so much for doing this. Is there anything you want to promote? Got anything coming up? Or is it, um. Is it, it's, it's... Yeah, I, Business as usual. Business as usual. Well, you can check out Maddie at imdb.com. Obviously, it's Maddie, M I T T Y, Finocchio, F I N O C H I O. Correct. And uh, and is there Twitter, anything like that that you want to share? Uh, I'm MaddieFin13 on Twitter, and I am Maddie um, Down. What's the down score? Down. Underscore. Underscore. Thank you, Finocchio. This is how well I am at self promoting. Yeah. Underscore Finocchio uh, on my Instagram page. Okay. And then I'm MaddieFinocchio on Facebook. Awesome. And uh, that's it. Well, thank you again for doing this. Break legs to that audition. Thank you so much. And good night and good luck. Good night and good luck.